The Write-Off, a crime comedy drama. Episode 2, written by Jennifer Alexander. Script edited by Norla Munn, Philippa Duke, Heather Fenton and Natalie Heath. Casting by Gemma Parrish. Edited at Lana Banana Studios in Sevenoaks. A special thank you to the Heritage Garden Kitchen in Bidden, The Pink Cloud, Charlotte Bass and Sarah Lee Jones. Narrated by Matt Lacey. Starring Jamie Davis, Heather Fenton, Natalie Heath, Duncan Woodruff, James Hannaway, Victoria Jones, Ruth Hayes, Mark Hill, Melissa Smethurst, Aaron Burks and Heather Alexander. A special thank you to one of our actors, James Hannaway, who fundraises for the Big Cat Sanctuary. They are happy to announce a new exciting addition to their Big Cat Sanctuary, a female black jaguar cub. Please become a member to see this exciting addition. Please visit thebigcatsanctuary.org forward slash membership. And to Duncan Woodroff, who runs specialised stage combat courses, they are running a summer course on the 2nd to the 6th of August and can be contacted at swordandscoundrel at gmail.com. Thank you, Phil, from Ogden's Photography, who did an excellent job on taking relaxed style photos on the day of the recording session. He can do all types of photography. He has beautiful artwork and prints available at ogdenphotography.co.uk. Part 1 Interior, Caroline's house, Lydia's bedroom, night. Lydia has boxes scattered around the room. She goes through the box of books and finds her wedding album. She flicks through the pages and sees how happy she was on that day, cradling her little bump. Lydia looks less impressed when she gets to the photos of her reception, where Amit is juggling and the one where he's squirting Mary, Lydia's nan, in the eye with a flower from his lapel in another. She isn't sure where to place her wedding album, so puts it to the side for now. There's a knock at the door. Lydia opens it. It's Molly who wears a mask. Oh, hello. It's been brought to my attention that I could be a bit kinder to you. So as a bit of a peace offering, and in order to put my best foot forward to help our working relationship, I'd like to make a small gesture. Oh? I've made a list of divorce rom-coms to stream. As you know, I'm no good at girl talk. Molly passes over the list. Oh, thanks. Do you want to watch with me? Okay, uh, I don't think we're quite there yet. Right, sure. These things take time. Thank you. Don't mention it. Okay, then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Mary bumps into Molly on her way down the hallway. Oh, hello, Molly. Did you want to stay for some supper? Uh, it's not strictly in the rules. Uh, what was on the menu? Shepherd's pie. Oh, I think I can make allowances as we are technically part of a work bubble in a way. Uh, I'll just get the boys from the car. Oh, OK. No trouble, dear. Sometime later. The credits of a film are rolling on Lydia's TV, but she's sound asleep. Interior, Laura's car, morning. Laura drives whilst Amit sits looking through his phone. His hand is bandaged. Are you sure we shouldn't have gone to the hospital? 
No, it's fine. There's no time now anyway. I did try to tell you to be careful this week. It was in your horoscope. If only you put your contacts in, didn't use fairy liquid to mop the floor. My horoscope said I would misplace things this week. Oh, you don't believe in that claptrap, do you? I will ignore that, as I know your horoscope today says you're going to be... Pessimistic? A grumpy shit. Amit looks even more grumpy. Will Lydia mind me coming down? Well, I was going to come along to see Zoe, but... Laura and Amit glance at each other and Amit stops talking. This isn't about her ex, is it? You're not coming down to spy. Amit scoffs, but Laura looks him right in the eye for a moment. As if. Come on. Why do you care that she's working with Matthew? I don't. Laura looks at him for a moment, but he turns away. It was never going to last with you and Lydia. Your planets together were all over the shop. Oh, and I suppose ours are perfectly aligned, are they? <laughs> Let's just say I knew what I was taking on with you, and nothing so far has surprised me. Well, just goes to show. You can't know too much. I'm a Sagittarius. We're notorious for fun. Oh, Amit. You're so naive. That's your Virgo rising. So much to teach you. Amit looks irritated. It's messing with your dress sense. Those clashing star signs. Beige earth sign trousers with that ridiculously loud fire sign shirt. Amit looks down at his shirt. Might as well be dating Chandler. Flashback. Two months earlier. Interior. Ellie's home recording studio. Evening. Ellie comes into her recording studio, locking the door behind her. The soundproof, insulated studio room is packed full with upmarket recording equipment. She sits down, opens her laptop, and clicks the video call app. First to appear on the video call is Ben. Hey. Hey, how are you? Ben doesn't reply and his video freezes. The next person to enter is Amelia. Oh, Ben, <laughs> you've frozen. Hi, Ellie. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Great to be able to do this fun little project. Such a shame, though, we can't do it in person. The next person to enter the video call is Tom. Hey, ladies. Hi, Ben. Ben's frozen, Tom. The next to enter is Stuart. Hello. I'm just going to come straight out with it. I can't connect to my character, Ellie. It's really not going to do... Oh, come on, mate. It's a panto rehearsal, not the West End. Stuart looks concerned, puts his glasses on and looks at his script. Hmm. I'm really sorry you feel that way, Stuart. D did you want me to rethink your character? I'm just a little bit worried. The Captain Hook is too... uncomplicated. Where, where is all this resentment for Peter Pan coming from? He's just a bitter old man who's jealous of Peter's youthful exuberance. Tom winks cheerfully at everyone while Stuart looks back to his script. Uh, Ben, mate? Ben is still frozen, but then becomes unfrozen again. Hi, guys. It's 8pm. It's time to clap for the NHS. Everyone stands up to clap and faces disappear from the screen except for Ben's face, which is frozen again. There's a gunshot and Ellie falls onto her laptop. Ben remains frozen. Flashback, interior, Matthew's bedroom, evening. Matthew is listening to his date, Amanda, on Zoom, who's wearing a mask. So, that's me. I'm just a fun-loving woman living on her own and ready to start dating again, when it's safe to do so, obviously. 
Just curious, though, if you don't mind me asking. Amanda tosses her long hair back flirtatiously. <laughs> Please, ask away. I've got down here that your profile said your IQ is 130. That's a lie, isn't it? Amanda looks a bit embarrassed. Oh, well, uh, I... It's no biggie. I'm off the less mentally agile. I mean, there's probably other things about you I can get on board with. All the same, I'd like to clear it up before we move on. Matthew looks at the document he's prepared on his iPad of his dates. Lots of their photos and bios have been crossed out and liar, cheater, boring, pervert, weirdo, etc. written next to most of them. He clicks on the notes section next to Amanda's name. I mean, 130 is a bit optimistic. What actually is your IQ? I know we're not talking Stephen Fry, so more on a par with Joey Essex, maybe? Is this a joke? I don't get it. Hmm. Matthew's phone rings. Another thing, why the mask if you live alone? Sorry, I have to take this. Amanda crosses her arms and looks annoyed as Matthew takes the call from Molly. What? Oh, right. Yeah, that was tonight. No, it's OK, I can come now. Well, let's just say it isn't the meeting of the minds I'd hoped for. I'll see you at the studio. Matthew looks back to his laptop, but Amanda has gone, and he looks relieved. He looks back to his iPad document and deletes it. Dream sequence, interior, Lydia's bedroom, night. Music plays in the background and candles are lit around the room. Rain taps on the window. There's giggling under sheets covering a couple lying next to each other. Lydia pulls the cover down a little to reveal her and Matthew embracing each other. She grabs his face and pulls him towards her. Again? We'll have to call in sick at this rate. The sheet pulls down further to reveal Amit. I guess we will. Matthew lovingly reaches out to Amit's face. What time do you make it, Matthew? The end of the sheet flips up to reveal Molly. I've been waiting. Why has no one got to me yet? Matthew rolls his eyes but looks at his watch. They all look towards Lydia, who's sweating and looks disturbed. Time to have yours and Lydia's baby, Amit. Lydia looks down to her stomach and she's suddenly heavily pregnant. Lydia screams. Ah! Oh, here she goes again, making mountains out of molehills. Interior, Lydia's bedroom, morning. The sound of rain tapping turns to knocking on Lydia's bedroom door. Lydia, darling. Lydia wakes up sweating from her nightmare. Amit's here to pick up Zoe, but he said he'd have a go with the shelf. Nan, I said I would do that for you. Amit isn't very... Don't let him start. I'll just get dressed. Interior, Caroline's kitchen, morning. Amit is trying to hang a shelf with his good hand, but he's already cracked the surrounding plaster. Mary looks uneasy. So nice to have a man about the house again, but... but... Don't struggle now if you can't manage it. It's no problem, really. More plaster cracks. Show not how to go. <laughs> His strength is IT. Yes, I heard about the shed. If you can call it that. Thing collapsed on poor Dave's cat. Is it okay? Ah, yes. We got a builder in to finish the job. Amit finishes fitting the shelf, but it's not level. He smiles, delighted at his handiwork. There. Lydia comes in with a sleepy Zoe. Daddy! Zoe runs up and Amit picks her up. Hello, darling. Doorbell rings. Moments later, Molly and Matthew enter, wearing masks. 
Amit and Matthew aren't pleased to see each other. Can't you give Lydia some space? She doesn't want you sniffing round on her day off. Amit! It's about work, actually. You should consider Zoe, you know. She doesn't want a constant revolving door of strange male visitors. Male visitors? Lydia, are you dating in a pandemic? Are you actually joking? Where would I find the time? Molly rolls her eyes. You don't want STD on top of COVID. Amit covers Zoe's ears. Molly shakes her head at Matthew. What? You don't think Lydia should be a bit pickier? Matthew gestures his head towards Amit. Amit notices that the atmosphere turns tense and competitive between them. No! This is not how this was supposed to be! Matthew and Amit look at each other awkwardly. Lydia starts tearing up. Molly unenthusiastically pats Lydia on the shoulder to offer mediocre comfort. Lyd? Amit puts the hammer on his wonky shelf and it falls on his foot. Oh! Oh! Oh, my toe! Caroline walks in, hearing the commotion. Lydia, do you want some time to talk to Amit about... Caroline glances at Lydia's stomach and Lydia glares back. I think I need to go to hospital. Amit takes off his shoe and sock to examine his swollen toe. (sighs) Yes, it looks like it might be broken. We have a case to reopen, Lydia. Could I just use the loo before we set off? Lydia nods to Matthew, who walks off. They shouldn't even be coming into the house, Lydia. I'm not even part of our family bubble. Laura comes in sheepishly, wearing a mask. Sorry, I couldn't help overhearing the commotion. Lydia, I know you and I don't know each other very well, but I'm a bit psychic. The man to win your heart will be wearing a crisp white shirt by the end of today and holds flowers. That's all I can see. Oh yeah, like she wouldn't see through that. Steer her away from your boyfriend who wears loud shirts. Do you have an issue with that? No. Amit, you're going to have to go to the hospital. I can drop Zoe down to you tomorrow instead. Interior, Matthew's car, morning. Matthew drives with Molly in the front, Lydia at the back. Molly's phone pings and she looks at it. Someone in Noel's class has just tested positive. Oh, so I've got to go to the school to pick him up. Um... I'll have to work from home, I guess. Oh no, that's too bad. Matthew fake frowns, then looks excited. He glances at Lydia in the rearview mirror. She's looking through the case file on an iPad. Hopefully he'll be okay. Matthew is grinning with excitement. Thank you for your concern. Lydia looks up from the iPad. Oh, sorry Molly. Let us know if we can help with shopping or anything. So, just looking at the witnesses, we're on our way to interviewing. Shall I drop you at the school then? Matthew pulls over. The school's the next street? Yeah, but I'm sure you'll feel brightened by the exercise. Matthew gestures to her to get out and mouths hop it, whilst Lydia isn't looking. Molly looks pissed. She gets out the car. Molly walks off and Matthew drives away. Flashback, interior. Christmas office party 2016. Late evening. Molly listens to the Gov's end-of-year speech amongst a crowd of other officers. Lydia and Matthew stand the other side of the room. Lydia, you're one of the best, but it looks like you're believing us. Lydia passed her detective exams and she's been snapped up by the London Met. Officers around the room cheer. Aye, congratulations, Lyd. It's all well-deserved. Molly watches Lydia talking to Matthew, and Matthew looking visibly upset. 
Molly slams the door as she storms out of the office. Exterior, police station car park, late evening. Lydia rushes to catch up with Molly. Molly! Wait, wait! I wanted to tell you. Molly stops and turns around to Lydia. You always had to do one better than me. What? Better grades, better holidays, better presents and and at school. You always got the boys I liked. Molly, I... Matthew is great. Lydia, he's great. He loves you. Do you know how lucky you are? If you go to London, you'll have to do one better than him too, won't you? Matthew isn't that serious about me. I don't think. You are so dim sometimes, Lydia. I really don't think I can look at you again if you leave now. No one is abandoning anyone, Molly. I'm not your parents. That was a low blow, Lydia, and you know it. Just piss off to London. We're clearly not worthy. Molly curtsies and turns around to walk off. End of flashback. Interior, Matthew's car, morning. Matthew drives as Lydia continues to look over case notes on her iPad. I'm so glad we got to do this. I've, uh, I've missed this. Working on a new case? So, they found a handhook under her desk. That's random. Stuart said it was Ben who was in charge of props. Yeah, it was part of Stuart's Captain Hook costume. He didn't know how it got there. We thought he could have left it or someone planted it perhaps, but then we found out Ellie had a history of deep depression, so we ruled it a suicide. And the door was locked. And her handprints were on the gun. Yeah. This hook, though, it's bothering me. It's almost very clumsy or very intentional. Bother me too. Ouch! Are you okay? Yes, sorry. I I was just saying that... What's wrong? Ow. Oh, it's my shoulder and my pelvis. Can you pull over, please? I think I'm going to be sick. Exterior, zoo cafe bench, day. Matthew is digging into a sandwich and Molly is eating chips. Zoe, Noel and Liam are running around nearby on the green. You said what? When the doctor told her it was an ectopic pregnancy, I, I didn't know what to say. What does this mean for her and Amit? She's left him. He's a moron. Do you think she likes me, though? Oh, for God's sake, Matthew. Will you just move on or make your move? Doing my bloody head in with your toing and froing. She's got enough going on. She's just lost a baby. I shouldn't, should I? Molly's eyes start to glaze over. I really don't care anymore. Just do something. Matthew looks unsure. Stop this constant crushing. Just tell her. Nold and Liam start throwing picnic food at each other and Zoe watches. A couple shake their heads. Matthew starts to notice their disapproval, but Molly is oblivious. Mum, can I have that ice cream? Did you finish your lunch? Uh, yeah. Matthew looks at the green, covered in Nold and Liam's food. Good boy. Uh, get one for me, uh, Zoe and Matthew too? Molly looks at Matthew expectantly. Annoyed, Matthew takes cash out of his wallet and hands it to Noel. Just remind me again how we're supposed to get work done at the zoo. Are we even allowed here if there's been a case at your school? The couple next to them overhear and start whispering. Why is that child even out? He should be at school or we should be isolating at home. 
Welcome to the world of parenthood, Matthew. They can't be cooped up all day. It's not healthy. Liam starts coughing. <coughs> the couple notice, then continue whispering. Molly takes out her iPad. Shall we call the police? Definitely. Molly turns around to the couple. That would be us. Can we help you with something? The couple look appalled. They get up from their bench and walk away. Weirdos. So no one could take Zoe? Amit's in hospital, Caroline's working, Mary's at the doctor's appointment and Shane is off somewhere. Zoe walks up to Molly but looks anxiously at Matthew. Matthew looks at her and smiles enthusiastically, but she becomes even more frightened. Stop it! You're scaring her! Molly picks Zoe up for a cuddle. Heads up, Matthew. Matthew looks around and Liam chucks an ice cream that lands on his top. Zoe laughs. laughs.